0: Hello, my dear friend, and welcome to another episode of Spiritually Engineered. I'm your host, Alvin Zepeda, the voice behind this spiritual exploration into the dynamic relationships between our individual self, spirit guides, people, and the abundance of opportunities here on planet Earth. Without further ado, let us begin. So this is the first episode moving into a new month. So it's that time of the, of the series where we'll be doing a little deep dive into a, a meditation uh, for this month, moving into a new energy. So the meditation that uh, we're going to be talking about, we'll mix back up a little bit. So the theme that we're entering into this month is affluence, affluence. That's the energy that's uh, currently... We're moving through, um, and so wh- what's going to happen is I'm going to go ahead and just read a, a meditation. Uh, it's going to be like a little tiny excerpt, a sample, uh, a, a snippet of the Wayshores philosophy series um, provided by Wayshores College, and uh, I'll link the the information to this particular episode, if you want access or you want to see it yourself. I mean, it does require a subscription um, to be able to read the whole complete uh, meditation. Um, And it's something that's offered month to month. And so, uh, again, I'm just going to just read a little sample that they offer here for for other people to look at on their, that's available on their site. So, uh, So, just a couple of things before I dive for it because after that, then we're going to go into some other deeper stuff and then just talking about the meditation and the theme itself, um, which I think is applicable for where I'm at. <laughs> um, let's see here, working through. Okay, so first to kind of clear, uh, I like to look at it first before I dive into anything around the word affluence or any word in general, right? Uh, in this case, you know, the word is aff- affluence spelled AFFL. U-E-N-C-E, affluence. And I looked up a definition of it, and it says here, uh, abundance of money, property, and other material goods, riches, wealth. It's also an an abundant supply as of thoughts or words, profusion. So this is a definition provided by dictionary.com. I also ran a Google search, and I got this version too, where it says, the state of having a great deal of money, wealth. So, and now let me go ahead and just bring this up here. So, before I kind of dive into reading the meditation, this is something that I'm offering to you, the listener, to kind of uh, sit into a meditation for yourself, uh, take an opportunity to kind of, you know, to make space for yourself, kind of gauge where you are, um, and things like that. By listening to this meditation. So, you know, if, if you're listening to this doing something, I highly recommend not multitasking. Uh, just relax and find a seat uh, and to close your eyes for this one. Um, and and just as you're listening to this meditation, just, um, just take a moment to be observing and paying attention to what stimulates as I'm reading the meditation. It could be perhaps a word or an idea Something. It could be anything. I mean, if there's anything that pops out at you, run with it. There's usually that's a good indicator that there's something there because we're all scanning and, and searching and looking for things and in as intuitive beings, we're always searching for something and through our attention and things like that, that's one of the ways like wherever our attention may go, you know, that's kind of one of, part of the big ingredient when it comes to like Recognizing synchronicities and things like that, recognizing when our spirit guides or team of uh, spiritual helpers are moving in or are sending us messages or giving us signs, is simply from looking, observing what we're paying attention to, because what we pay attention to, we put energy into, and that factors into a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff. So. So just paying attention to anything that stands out to you, and then we'll go from there. So just take a moment to just relax, find a seat, close your eyes, and just you know, take some deep breaths. Just to get yourself situated um, and ready for this beautiful meditation that I am going to read. So. so again, this is going to be a meditation, and excerpt from the Wayshores Philosophy Series by Wayshores College. The spiritual theme of the month is Affluence. This particular passage is going to be talking about the sub-key word, simplifying. The concepts and ideas I have about myself and the world around me are my greatest assets, but perversely, my greatest liabilities as well. They will either help me advance and grow or cause me to pull back and stagnate. When those concepts and ideas are working for me, I feel secure inside, no matter the challenge. I know everything is going to be all right. I know there's always a way to reach my goals. Now, if those concepts and ideas are working against me, then I will have troubles. I will attract that which is hard and complicated. I need to remember I am here simplifying my life into a beingness. That's what my spiritual helpers did. How I think is one of the greatest defining factors to my well-being and success. There were times when I didn't get what I wanted and I would blame others or circumstances. I even blamed God, playing poor little me. The greatest thing we can hope to lose is ignorance. It is a profound waste of time and energy to blame. I am free. I am in charge of me. The answers are within me. I am here simplifying things into beneficial and practical ways I can be of service. And again, that was the excerpt from the spiritual theme of affluence, and so if you have your eyes closing, you, you know, open them, <laughs> uh, kind of coming back, and then just some things, just to, um, as you we were listening, some things to think about, um, and again, this is just an opportunity for you to just sit with yourself, meditate, you know, even if you're not a meditator, you know, use this space, use this opportunity here, um, you know, I would love to be a guide and help you in this, <laughs> you know, in this opportunity you know there's no right or wrong way of meditating it's just finding like what what fits and what works you know so anyway coming back to and not striving too far from here so um a couple of things that again you want to uh i invite you to think about some questions for you Um, you know it's like was there anything that stood out to you in this meditation and if so why How do you relate to it? Were there any feelings stimulated? How do you feel about your own wealth? Do you consider yourself wealthy? Can you identify any concepts and ideas about yourself and others and the world around you that are or aren't working? Would you be able to tell the difference and discern? And so so those are some of the questions that to kind of help as guidelines to kind of help you dive deep. Um, Because again, that's part of, you know, when I'm working with these monthly meditations, you know, I always use it as an opportunity to kind of regroup, to meditate with my helpers and discern, okay, where where does particular things fit in my life? Because of course, not everything has to apply or not everything necessarily, I have to relate to everything. But for me, it's just a matter of just looking at, what's resonating with me, what's standing out to me. Because again, that my attention and where it goes. It's a radar. It's like Again, even though it's not perfect, because we all have our own perspective and bias and whatever the case may be, but that still doesn't take away its value. So again, it's just like that that attention. Where's where am I paying attention to what's standing out to me? And and things like that. So kind of sh- at this point I wanted to share my personal sense on on, on this. Cause again, like part of this beautiful platform is this is an opportunity for me to actually work more closely with this with these meditations that I work monthly so I'll give you kind of my thing so to kind of start off with concepts and ideas I mean that right there is really I feel like there's like a whole lot of layers to it because on the one hand it's like okay being able to have which requires practice self-awareness to be able to discern like oh wow this concept I have with this idea I have about this is not working for me. It can be really, that's a thing, <laughs> it's a practice in and of itself. And then for me, where I'm at, it's like, okay, having the awareness, but it's like, but still feel like my, my how I feel and what my actions are can say a lot about what my concepts and ideas are. You know, it's like, Trying to uh, have it parallel what I like my uh, what I believe and what my values are and things like that and lining them up with my actions, you know. <laughs> um, it's like coming from the perspective of just like I I, I I you know for me it's like preaching what I practice, you know. Whatever I share is because I'm practicing, I'm working on it myself, and so I think is a very Important thing because, like I said, it's like it can make all the difference to just my quality of life, how I see things, how I see myself. Oh my god, it's just it's crazy! But that's why I think it's so essential to practice self awareness, but to do so with compassion and patience because I know those are the things I'm needing for myself, and there are times when I, you know, when I, when I feel like I'm going to, through turbulence where I need to do that for myself. I need to be that beautiful support system for myself. And so, and, you know, it was interesting also as well, and I think it, it ties into the, to the, the concepts and ideas. You know, and you could say they are persp- uh, ide- uh, perspectives on, on, on things, people, situations. You know, there's a, there was a component in the meditation where it talked about, you know, simplifying, the, the sub-keyword simplifying. You know, and I think that's a huge component when it comes to living spiritually. And just living, like just, <laughs> you know, it's a spiritual, something, what's spiritual, is all-encompassing in every you know aspect. It's just a matter of just seeing it in all things, right? And this is like um, the process of being able to simplify how I do things and even just how I approach situations and stuff like that. I think it's important to do because depending on concepts like i know for myself i i definitely (laughs) am guilty and get into this thing of uh complicating things or making up stories about particular situations whether it involves people or within myself or something going on within myself like and why it's important to really re- evaluate concepts, and, and, and not just that, but also kind of doing, being constructive with it too, because it's one thing just to identify, but it's another thing, okay, to, what am I going to do with what, what I'm aware of? Um, and I think, um, when, when, once I'm at that place of recognizing and actually <clears throat> addressing some concepts I have of myself, like an example could be like uh, seeing myself lesser than somebody, you know or, or thinking that I'm lesser than somebody who has more experience, or is thinking I'm, I'm lesser than somebody who's in authority position uh, by just job title or something, you know. Like, look, just, this is one example of like put a, a content that could work against me. But the concept that I, I replaced that particular one with is just like seeing mountain to mountain with everybody. I am equal to everybody, no matter how much experience they have, although that's what makes them unique is how much they have, but that doesn't make them any greater or lesser than me. Just like for myself, the amount of experience I have doesn't make me greater nor lesser than anybody else. That's a beautiful thing and a beautiful reality. And it really is one that's humbling for me. It's just like, because even somebody with not as much experience or someone who, let's say, less experienced than me, right? Uh, which sometimes can be often equated with someone who's younger, Right? <laughs> uh biological age and things like that but really is um there's so much that goes into that and it's not just that but even then for the sake of you know to keeping it simple here like even if someone with less experience than me i could still even learn from that person and vice versa so again it's just something that just can uh to consider right and so coming back to the whole living spiritually it's like uh uh what's the term actually there's a they call it kiss keep it simple spiritually Well, I've heard another variation of it but I like this one keep it simple spiritually because you know I'm understanding that when it comes to things that we learn growing up which is it happens you know not the you know concepts and ideas that we pick from from family members, siblings, guardians you know you name it especially in our first seven years when we're so impressionable when we're so easily influence um, all that stuff can just be so ingrained into like some kind of pattern right it's almost like a a software programmed into our consciousness and and recognizing from like you know oh shoot I had this program running since I was like six or seven or whatever and it's like okay because now I'm at a point that okay now that i when I've addressed something <clears throat> or when I've have developed that awareness, and it's like, okay, what am I gonna do about it? What am I gonna replace it with? It's always an important thing, like when it comes to recognizing, and this is um, recognizing what works and what doesn't work as far as perspective. And it's, it's just, you know, making a conscious effort to be able to decide, okay, well, what will work better for me? You know, let's say if, like, if my thinking of life is a race not working for me, what's What's something I can replace that with? Just to give an example, um, and for that, you know, example, I'll probably say, you know, my life is unique. I'm here to discover, unfold my purpose, to live it, and to be of service to people, and to go on my unique path, uh, enjoying everything that life has to offer, have adventures, have fun, you know, things like that. You know, I would say as the, as at the counter, more positive, constructive concepts because our actions really do line up <laughs> according to our concepts. So, again, can't stress enough how important it is to take that time. And really, the crucial thing is, even for myself, is just like the kicker is, am I going to make space for it? Because it can be very easy to get into escape and just try, you know, just, you, you name it, with our devices, phones, laptop, cable, whatever, video games. You know, there could be really a lot of excuses to not give myself the space, so... <laughs> and again, that's part of why you know I decided about you know to do this podcast is like myself setting space for myself in in a way, and then you know by you, my friend, listening to this, you know you're setting time for yourself as well too. You know if you haven't looked at it that way, but that's how I see it. You know, and and taking that time to do that really is has a huge ROI return on investment to your overall well-being because it's like only then when we. Take the time to kind of tackle, uh, you know, and and, and, and kind of, you know, I was going to say confront, but like kind of tackle what's what's there within us, shifting our focus on, okay, what's going, you know, sh- shifting that focus inside out, not outside in, because it can be very easy to, to, to blame the outer, and this is where I was talking about uh, in the meditation, where it's like... You know I would blame others or uh, or circumstances when I didn't get something I wanted. It can be very easy to blame something in the outer well for one, when that happens, I know i'm I'm giving up my personal power to something or someone out there. Oh it's because of this because by th- saying that i'm 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 creating an excuse so let's say I could blame somebody for uh for let's say. They insulted me or something, and they made me feel some type of way. And I can blame them for how I feel about myself. But in that instance, it's like, how could I blame somebody? How could I blame somebody for something that I'm experiencing, where I have some control in, and how I'm experiencing it? I mean, of course, there's the, okay, the person just insulted me in this example, but how I experience that, I have control in that. So it's like that moment of acknowledgement of, like, hey, I have a responsibility to myself, and I also, I'm in charge, I'm free. Even if amongst the the actions and stuff of people out there, there is that choice of how, either how I approach it or how the difference between reacting or responding. And so I think it's important to kind of move away from that and why I always try to focus I, as a practice, you know, it's like, how do I relate to this, what, you know, looking at what's going on in the outer world, but relating it from my inner, pivoting from, okay, how do I relate to this? That's kind of the practice that I do, like, on a day-to-day basis, you know, whenever it presents itself. It's like, kind of like my lens, you know, and, and make no mistake, you know, I don't, by saying all this, no doesn't mean, like, I'm serious all the time and, like, you know, I like to have fun and things like that, like, enjoy, you know, it's part of that's also another component of living spiritually is to enjoy to be joyful to have fun because everybody can can learn to everybody can learn and grow be successful spiritually and have the you know the time of their life and enjoy everything there is to offer and we can't have the choice to be joyful um, and I know one of the things for me is like by just allowing it even through all this stuff and say even just like if I can just sit with, no matter what, everything's all right. Everything's going to be all right. And even for myself, that's something that I'm I'm practicing and working on too. Because yeah, like I said, there could be things and there are things. And this is, like I said, this is something that I'm practicing. I'm not perfect in, but made some progress of just like, oh, be, you know, be happy and all this stuff. And then all these, that are, all these things that are coming up and not getting me stimulated, worried, anxious, afraid. You know, those are the big kickers for me. And it's just like, okay, let me... Get out of my head and come back to where I'm at right now. Cause that's where my my helpers are. That's where your helpers are in the present moment. Not in the past, not in the future. And so <clears throat> I, I find that um and I've discovered that there's there's the really power, there's this huge power in just being in the present moment. From the meditation, it talks about, it mentions the word beingness. I don't know if you're familiar with that phrase, if you've heard it before or not. It may sound like, oh, it seems, to me it kind of sounds kind of made up, but beingness, beingness. But <laughs> but it's definitely, you know, uh, a word that resonates with me. And uh, something that has a lot of power. Because... Um, I think about the wealth of resources available in the present moment where I operate with my feeling part my psychic my, you could say my, the psychic part does the the spiritual part the, the, the part that senses that can perceive things that can have an awareness for situations you name it with clarity mind you and I think that's something that's uh important why mindfulness you know has its own little place here in this regard because when I can sit in that in myself in the present moment, it really you know when I think about being this, I think about I think about just like like a magnet or magnetism. you know I remember you know one example that I found myself thinking about that alludes to this and why. I think it's it's important because this this affects this is something that you can apply in your situations wherever there's other people involved. So I remember I went to a concert uh, to go see someone perform, and I was at this venue um, uh, here in DC, and uh, and I decided to go by myself, and I was out there just and um, um, enjoying myself, having a good time, like genuinely enjoying the music and just dancing and having fun, having a solo adventure, and. It's interesting how there was a uh, uh, a girl with uh, by a group of her friends, and they were just kind of dancing and doing their thing. But this one particular girl was uh, kind of gravitated towards me because uh, she noticed I was kind of you know <laughs> I was feeling myself, <laughs> you know, it was just you know, I was just there chilling by myself. You know, like I said, I went there by myself at this concert, um, and. Uh, um, and so and she she mentioned something to me she kind of clo- closing on me and I kind of noticed her noticing me and then she kind of mentioned she said something she's like, "Hey, you know I forget what it was um, but it was it was basically it was a brief exchange and you know, and we kind of just like uh, as we were just dancing and it was more of like okay we were kind of dancing <laughs> separately to like we were kind of dancing in each other's spaces it almost kind of changed the the space a little bit in that in that doorway being open and that connection. Um, and it was, just a mo- it was just one of that moments that, you know, <laughs> I, didn't get the, I didn't get a number or anything like that. I mean, she was, she was cool now, but she was with friends and stuff like that. And it was just one of those things that was just like, um, it was just a, a moment for me to just um, recognize that magnetism. Even, again, it was just a brief exchange and then she went off with her friends and then I pretty much kept doing my thing with the rest of the night uh, at the concert. So it's just interesting to observe people, and again, this is why I firmly believe we're all like magnets, and we're always searching, and we're always, even on an unconscious level, we may not even be aware. <laughs> it's just, it's sometimes it's funny just to even observe it, but but it, but it really speaks volume. That of one of many of the examples of just like how much we can be a magnet, and how the and that really runs so much deep <laughs> into a lot of stuff, you know. Um, Because there's a part that says, like, um, I can attract something, like, if I think, uh, like, if my concepts and ideas are not working for me, I can start to uh, attract things that are, like, you know, the hard and complicated, you know? Um, It may seem like I might invite more of the same thing or, like, making things difficult or something like that, Um, you know, maybe you could say, for example, maybe perhaps you've dated a lot, and you're seeing a a recurring history of the types of people you've been dating. That's, you know, a simple example of magnetism and recognizing how we are magnetizing things into our lives and how we're ourselves kind of being magnetic towards or being, you know, are are gravitating towards somebody else's magnet and things like that. It's um, interesting stuff. And it's uh, even like when when I take the time to kind of practice feeling my energy, I'll have my, my palms facing inward towards each other. And it's a technique that, that also, uh, to help you tune into your own energy and to just feel, to like what your energy is. Because it could, it could be so out of touch with this overstimulation. But essentially, like oftentimes what I've experienced for myself when I, you know, and I invite you to try it yourself, you know, where uh, I, I close my eyes and I have my hands an inch apart and palms facing towards each other. And, you know, when I kind of move around nice and gently and I'm just breathing in, there are moments when I felt like it's like a, like a very subtle a magnetic push or pull. Like it's like, but for me sometimes it's more of like I can feel that little push. Like it's a very subtle feeling. I'm sure when you, like I don't know if you, if you ever grab two magnets of the same polarity and try pushing them together, that feeling. It, I feel that um, when I do that, when I feel this energy between me. So that is an indication to me as well as it's just like, we're all freaking magnets here. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, very interesting stuff here. Uh, understanding energy, you know, um, which is all a beautiful process and just, and yeah, uh, quite a journey. So, um, but, uh, and, and, I, and I think, let's see, how can, I'm that to see affluence, to see, magnetism. Yeah, I mean, I think it can really be a, a, this. Um, I guess with wealth and, and things like that, recognizing well, even more so, just talking about the idea of wealth, because too often and it's something that's hardwired. I know I, I, for myself <laughs> has been, and I'm working through uh, having to always related to just money or material things. We you know we think about abundance, but really, when I think about abundance, it's all. It, it's so all-encompassing. For example, like, you know, I think about abundances of ideas, abundances of opportunity, abundances to make, abundant connections, abundant opportunities. It was like, the abundance I'm thinking about is just simply in opportunities to, to, to learn about myself, to be of service to others, um, to share, um, to have fun, to enjoy, like, there's just no shortage of opportunities here. There's so much out there. And yet, it's funny how my perspective or concept is somehow can get so narrow minded. Like, I can say myself, like, okay, I, like, you know, again, st- working through unemployment. Oh, man, like, I know there's a lot of jobs out there. Like, I can say all this stuff, right? But then I can feel a little nervous. And as I'm like working through it and trying to find something that, that fits for me, and it's like I can get into, I can, I, I can be filled with this sense of dread, like, all oh, and start to feel very negative, or start to feel in such a way that it's operating on the concept that there is a scarcity of jobs, if that makes sense. So that's why for me it's like, okay, because here's where for myself, kind of bringing this all together and kind of where I'm moving more towards and practicing more, there's been this theme of practicing my belief system. Or even another way to look at it is, is practicing my positive concepts. Um, because, <clears throat> like, I, I have, I can think of uh, of, um, of something, let's say, if I can recognize something, a, a viewpoint or something that's not healthy and, and it's holding me back. Okay, and then I maybe I've, I've t- done the work and decided, okay, I'm going to d- take on this higher, more positive perspective. And now comes the part of practicing it and like living like I believe it. It's like living out your beliefs, you know, Um, which is an important thing. Because if I just leave the beliefs to just in my head or it's just something I just fantasize and just entertain in my head, it's not going to do much for me. Say, take for example, I was like, I was looking at a, a video about wealth. Uh, from this one YouTuber, and he was talking about uh, the wealth mindset. It's important to have that, you know. Again, ideas and concepts around particular, like money, in this instance, it's important to have positive mindset about it. But I'm, uh, you know, about money, and I'm like, yeah, that's important, right? And even, you know, he was talking about like, oh, I deserve to be wealthy, and like all these aff- like talking about affirmations and, and things like that, which are good, but. If they're left to their own thing, they can just be wishy-washy. It can just be, they'll, they'll just be wishy-washy. I'll just be in my head. They'll just be a fantasy or, or they'll just be like, Oh, I, I'm, the, I'm the richest person in the world. I'm the richest person. And I'm just, if I'm just regurgitating that back and forth, then it's, just not, it's not making it practical. What makes it practical is when I take an affirmation, for example, or something that I value and I let that drive my actions. So I'm actually being involved. And like, hey, I'm gonna do I'm gonna act like I believe this. You know? So it's like for me, taking the steps, more proactive steps where I know I can, to look for let's say, you know, work opportunities and things like that. You know, since if I have this concept of this 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 scarcity that can come up, like I don't know where you know, it's just like hold on, there's no shortage of opportunities here. And so it's like for myself, it's like acting, making sure my actions line up with what I think and feel. And again, a lot of that is very, it's, it's, it's all a practice, but something very important. Because if otherwise, my energy is just going to be all over the place. I remember there's a saying, a point in all directions is a point in no direction at all, or something like that. <clears throat> to paraphrase, I don't know exactly how it is, but... Basically, if I'm spreading all over the place and if I'm going all over the place, I'm not gonna be progressing at all. In fact, I may actually stagnate in that. Because at some point, it's gonna just feel like running around in circles. You understand? It's like running around in circles and not really making progress. There's movement, but it's not, there's no progress. I'm not progressing. And so that's a big key component for myself of just like what, what actions can I take? And just checking those actions are like, are they are, are, are they driven by my my belief system, what I believe about myself, about others? You know, do they uh, or my concepts about others? Do they reflect that? Or or is it or is this or is there disharmony? Because that'll be the other side of it, if it's not, if they're not parallel. You know, so I think is a very important theme that I, I I'm kind of sitting with and thinking about when it comes to you know this particular month and it's just like really taking that time to just practice my belief systems. You know, do you feel like you practice your belief system? You know, that's something you know you can answer. <laughs> um and so um sorry, just <laughs> had some congestion coming up, (laughs) had to address it, Um, and so, yeah, at a point where I wanted to be more proactive in that way, and just making sure that I'm being involved in my life, because living in one's head, which I've been guilty of, living out things, fantasies, ideas, or expectations can be a really bad setup, when there's so much more that life has to offer. So much more enrichment and the rich dark chocolate that's there when I'm like really, really involved. So, that's something I'm going to be thinking about and taking into this month. Like, okay, what are some actions right now? And also, kind of taking a step back and looking at what are my positive concepts, kind of starting from there and re- re- reevaluating them and looking at them, making sure they resonate with me and they feel good. And then moving forward from there um, and acting, which can be little, tiny, little, little steps, you know. Actions don't have to be extreme or large or some sophisticated thing. It's all a, again, it's like simplifying, a process of simplifying. And, you know, in some sense, you' me thinking about acting um, to, I don't know, to simplify <laughs> is what I'm thinking about too. But anyway, nevertheless, in all of this, in working through all this stuff, and, and, and trying to, you know, trying to sort through all the what's trash and doesn't work and then what does work and then reinforcing that. Um, I think it's just important to have to cultivate that habit of just like reinforcing the good things that's working well for me because I don't put enough energy to that. And this is so interesting how the, 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 the things that aren't working oftentimes are very are the minority can be blown up I can blow it out of proportion I can zoom it out or I can zoom into it and make it this whole thing that takes up all this space ah this thing I'm worried oh I'm anxious oh and until I can catch myself and have that that awareness it's like a trap it's like a hook it's being caught it's like getting caught and it's a nasty feeling but I appreciate, in some sense, though those experiences where I felt that the the, the suffering to me suffering the only area where I see it practical is that it can remind us why it's important of like what actually truly matters because it's like, you know, all this suffering and stuff for me at least it's just like those little moments I'm just like okay, I'm kind of transmuting and using that to be able to okay. Build my resolve to move forward and 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 have this sincerity and commitment with myself to be able to really hash out the things that that are preventing me from living my life. you know that's why all the inner work and all the stuff that I talk about the inner work and all this stuff you know all of it is so that we can live our lives you know <laughs> if, if, if i don 't pay attention from time to time of things that come up that stimulate me. Where my attention goes, those are indicators to look at, to look into, to deal with, so that I can come back and to enjoy my life and keep doing it. Never waiting for any moment to feel good, though. I think that's one important thing that, especially when it comes to the beingness uh, as well, is just never waiting, never waiting for anything to feel good, to feel secure, and again, I, that process for me is I'm just working through it, stuff that's been coming up for me, patterns and subconscious things. And because of subconscious, is why it t- takes a lot of work. But I know it's going to be rewarding because I do feel like, personally for myself, I'm progressing. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're progressing and you're at your own pace and timing as well too. You may not think it, but I certainly believe it. Or maybe you recognize recognizing and you do believe it. <laughs> In which case, most pro- more power to you, friend. <laughs> But I certainly believe it. Because at the end of the day, we're all, gonna, we're all gonna make it. Like that's one of the big things that gives me hope is that is and it's a feeling, it's a knowing that I, I can't shake off. It's like we're all gonna make it. As free beings, as powerful beings. And with our energy. Yeah. So so yeah, I think the, I'll I'll stop the pod right here. Um but Yeah, hope some things that's, you know, that's been coming up for me, if anything that stimulates, you know, you or stands out to you, highly encourage you to run with, you know, to work with it, meditate on it, you know, again, looking at perhaps any, I guess, concepts and ideas you may have about the world, other people around (laughs) it, and recognizing, you know, how your actions, either they parallel or don't parallel, or perhaps butt heads, with your your concepts, and if you know, and, and working towards that harmony, that parallel, I act according to my beliefs. I act according to my con- my positive concepts about myself and others, you know. Um, and then also you know thinking about again like wealth and redefining it, not just limiting to just all. Oh, it has to do with just money, material things, because that's not all what affluent is i believe everybody's affluent everybody has affluence from a spiritual perspective and that matters a lot because that, that that can go into the the physical that can truly and i do believe it in many ways it can manifest into the physical it's how i'm understanding how the world how the world operates and so if you haven't thought about it, consider that you're 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 a person with affluence. Maybe that could be a new concept to believe. Like I am an individual with affluence, and act according to that. <laughs> Try, it, my friend. Maybe maybe not. You know, like I said, I can't force you to do anything. You're a free soul. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you do you, boo boo. You do you. <laughs> um, but yeah, just. Just bringing up stuff that's been coming up to kind of wrap this 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 episode into a close, um, and again, and another thing that's coming up again, just bringing it back again, closing it all, the the simplifying, the process of making things simple. Because let's be honest, when things are simple, they're smoother. I mean, they're e- they're easier for sure, and they can be more pleasant too. This process of simplifying. Simplifying what's going on in, uh, in my experiences and stuff like that. Getting to the heart of the matter. Getting to the root of things that may be causing turmoil or something. That beautiful pra- practice of living spiritually simply. You know, living spiritually with simplicity. I mean, that's... Living spiritually is living simply. I think. And also living, making it... Uh, being practical. <laughs> and not wishy-washy. <laughs> um, so... And then another thing that came up again is just like being careful of not blaming the outer. And, and instead, rather than blaming so, X, Y, and Z or blaming the situation, I have control of my destiny. I'm the director of my, I'm the narrator of my own story. I'm in charge of my energy. You know, something, again, something that I invite you to think about. Take, you know, if you, got, if you get some affirmations out of you know, any of this stuff, use them, please. <laughs> use them. Please use them, use them, use them. Whatever works. Whatever feels like it's being effective. And you can tell because you're very sensitive. You're a sensitive soul just like me, just like everybody else. And you're just as psychic as any other person out there or anybody who c- claims to be a great psychic or whatever. You know, you got your beautiful energy and you got your help. You got your team of helpers there with you too. All helping you along the way in the process. And they're the big, and they're very helpful in in, uh, simplifying for sure. And in the years that I've spent working with them consciously, it's, and it has been rewarding countless times. And why I'm always going to (laughs) continue. It's why I'll always continue, my friend. I'll always continue lifelong and never a way of life <clears throat> anywho i'm gonna wrap the episode here <laughs> and that was a long way to kind of close it i was like all right i think mean, we're gonna close it here and then i start going off of this i guess i wanted to just review for yourself what we're where we've kind of been so far where i've been and i need to take some notes for myself uh moving into this month because like i said i'm doing this for myself but then also want to share for you my friend so that you can uh, want to spark any inspirations or any insights or anything that may come to you uh, to help you so that you can enjoy your life more because you deserve it. I know I deserve it. I need to make sure I don't get it my own way so <laughs> cause my own suffering. But anyway, if you made this far to the end of the episode, I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and your attention. I appreciate it. I really do. And um, yeah, it's Monday and I hope you have... Awesome, fun day Monday. And I hope you have an awesome week as well. And until then, this has been another episode of Spiritually Engineered. This is your host, Alan Zepeda, signing off. Take care, my friend. I'll see you at the next one.